generation is rising on an emerging generation of kings. in the second service but in the first service today is just about exhortation want to empower you want to encourage you want to refresh you want to energize want to make you feel like i can fly i'm not r kelly but i believe i can fly because he saved me and i'm bringing my destiny out of the closets mm, i feel like preaching but I'm not the preacher for this morning. But there is a man of God who's received impartation. He's diligent. He's intelligent. He's passionate. He's anointed. He's prepared. Ladies and gentlemen, receive the minister director in charge of facilities, logistics, and maintenance, Minister Solomon, as he brings the word. From God, get the praise in the house. <sighs> Hallelujah. Um, I want to just thank Pastor Dami for this very rare privilege. I don't in any way take it for granted. Um, Pastor Dami, happy Father's Day. And thank you for being a true father. Um, just before I start this morning, um, I remember two weeks ago, I'd, I was driving from my office in Marina and, you know, I was just, the work was a lot. You know, and I had a lot of pressure here and there, people calling and, you know, and I just started playing Pastor Dami's song. I'm not a very good singer, but I want us to just sing I'm Not Alone. And it keys into the, the, the message <clears throat> I need to share today. I know we all know the song. It's just to lift our spirits, to remind us that we're not walking in life alone. Are, are we ready? So he came to this me, No I'm not alone. Can we take it two more times? I'm not alone. I'm not. Ensure you're telling yourself that this morning. The greater one lives inside of me. No matter the Take it one more time. I'm not alone. I'm not alone. I'm not alone. The greater one lives inside of me. Father, we thank you because we know we are not hopeless. We thank you because we know we are not helpless. We thank you because we know we are not comfortless. 
thank you for bearing us in your arms thank you for carrying us thank you for helping us thank you for looking after us thank you for going before us right behind us by our side never leaving never running you are consistent in all your ways you are good and kind you are marvelous you are the good god you are the god who doesn't have temperament either sanguine or choleric or melancholy you are not sad today or happy tomorrow your goodness is ever consistent thank you for your goodness in january thank you for being kind in february thank you for helping us in march thank you even in the turbulent april you helped us in may where we thought we were going to lose our mind you carried us in june in the middle of the year where we thought we had not met our goals you showed us that your god all by yourself thank you for loving us the bible says behold what manner of love that the father bestowed upon us that we may be called the sons of god thank you because of you we are not bastards we are not outcast we are not behind the veil thank you for the gift of access of redemption of adoption we give you all the praise jesus we give you all the praise jesus we know we're not alone as we journey through life as we walk through our dark days and our bright nights we know we're not alone we know we're not alone even those silent nights when it seems as though you're not talking we know you're there those nights when we soaked our pillows our tears we know you're there thank you consistent god thank you jesus thank you jesus can we celebrate the most high god this morning put your hands together and celebrate jesus hallelujah amen please you may please take your seats hallelujah hallelujah um again i want to thank pastor dami for this amazing privilege honestly honestly um i think it was at the leaders meeting on tuesday when pastor dami said you know one of the pastors or ministers was going to you know, <clears throat> share the word on sunday and god sees my heart i didn't in any way think it was going to be me because again i just thought like see there are like two or three people before me so before it comes to my turn <laughs> well i didn't see a bikini <laughs> so i mean i got past dami's message around 1 a.m and i woke up around 3 a.m to go pee so i just said let me check my phone and interestingly pastor dami's message is pinned on my whatsapp chat so when I, once i open my whatsapp that will be the first message i'll see and i saw ah you are preaching on sunday first service the sleep just went away automatically because, you know, again, uh, when you walk closely with Basdami, you know that the essence of the message is not even about the words alone. It's not just about the charisma or being able to articulate the words. It's beyond that, right? So I'm just trusting God this morning to be able to help us join you through this, right? And this morning, we want to talk about standing strong. And I've come this morning... To encourage someone. I've come this morning under the prophetic unction of my father. To call out everything that has been straining you from your peace and joy. All of those in-between moments that have been giving you cloudy nights. 
all of those experiences and circumstances that has been making your heart heavy. This is what we've come to do this morning. Hallelujah. I want us to open our Bibles to Ecclesiastes chapter 3. Ecclesiastes chapter 3 from verse 1 to 8. Three verse one to eight. I, I like us to read together. Can we go one, two, three? Go to everything. There is a season and a time for every matter of purpose. NKJV, please. Okay. Verse two: a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant. All right. Verse three. A time to break down. Verse 4. Verse 5. Verse 6. Verse 7. A time to keep silence and a time to speak. Verse 8 together. A time to love and a time to hate. A time of war and a time of peace. I want us to just share that scripture with you to understand that in life there are different seasons. And the way the human nature has been crafted is in seasons and times. There is day, there is night. There is morning, there is evening. Um, there is up, there is down, there is black, there is white. So there are different sides to different things. And by default in life, we would always go through different seasons of our lives. There are times when we want to gather things. There are times when we want to push things away. Right? So it is important for us to know that life is in stages and in phases. We need to bear that at the back of our minds. You know, interestingly, do you know life would even be boring if everything we do is just rosy? You know, um, you graduated from school, you got a great job. I'm not saying it's not good. It is. But all of those things make up our experiences. They make up who we are. They make up who we are. So, for example, I'm not so much of a business person. But I learned it by experience. I remember when I was seven in a boy state. You know, I'd gone to um, join a guy as a lesson teacher. And I'd spent about four or five months teaching that guy. It was WIAC preparation, you know. And the guy told me, kept telling me to say, oh, don't worry. I'll pay you lump sum at the end of your whatever. You know, and I kept teaching literature and English, uh, government. And I think I was, I was taking biology then. Even despite the fact that I didn't really know biology. But because I needed extra money. Not in the days when... NYC allowance is now 35 or 38,000. Then it was, I think, 19,8. Right? So, we, I taught for about four or five months. And the fifth month, when it was time, you know, I just woke up that Tuesday morning to say, oh, let me go and resume at my special place of primary assignment. And, you know, we should use one makeshift, um, whatever, then in a boy state. And I realized that both the man, the makeshift, the student and the GS, they disappeared. Unbelievably so. I, you, you know, 
And I remember the next year they were trying to make me the brother secretary. I kept, you know, fighting them because I said I had other commitment, which was that my extra gig. <laughs> you know? So it was a lesson for me now when I want to run, we will sign a document. You will pay me an advance fee. Right? So if everything goes smooth with us, we won't have that sense. Everything balances. Do, do you understand? So in the natural human form, we go from different face of our life to the other. When our parents gave birth to us, we were dependent on them. At some point, we start telling ourselves, I want to leave my father's house. I want to leave my father's house. Until you want to rent an apartment in Yaba, self-con, 750 per year, alone. No agreement, no commission, no caution. And you are now independent. And you now start singing, adulthood now scam. You understand? And your dad was looking at you to say, guy, JB, we are running. Why are you running? Question number one. Why are you running? <laughs> right? So, so, it's important for us to understand that we move from different phases in our lives. So, from being dependent to being independent. And at some point in our lives, by the time we begin to turn 60, 65, we become again dependent. So, life keeps moving in phases again and again. Hallelujah. You know, life has been crafted in faces. However, oftentimes, there are faces in our lives that wants to define what our life is. So there are times when we go through dark patches and the devil wants to lie to us that our life is made up of dark patches. Hallelujah. That is why this morning I'm here to call out every circumstances stealing your peace. Everything withholding your joy. Because your life is not defined by that temporary darkness. Whatever you're going through now is not your life. Whatever you're going through now is not what defines your life. The fact that you don't have an appointment now, an apartment now, you're still squatting, doesn't mean you won't get a place of your own. God is reminding you today that your life is not dark nights. Do you understand? Your life is not dark nights. Because joy is coming in the morning. Tell someone joy is coming in the morning. I thought you were going to make it louder. Joy is coming in the morning. So, so this, this morning, I, I'm here to encourage someone who is ravaged by despair, who is beaten down by fear, overwhelmed by past failure, and meshed in the murky waters of pain. I'm here to tell someone this morning that whatever you're going through is temporary. The only permanent thing is God's faithfulness. Whatever bad situation you may be going through is temporary. You will not always be there. You will not always be broke. You may be feeling like, oh, Pastor Dami said, let's print our statement. I didn't even get any inflow this year. You will not always be there. A time will come when you want to print your statement. They will say, we need 17 pages. Because you've done a lot of transactions. And your bank manager will say, see, come to my office. Which of the accounts do you want to print? Is it Naira? Is it Dollar? Is it Euro? Hallelujah. I'm here to tell you this morning to be encouraged. Because the days of your night are ending. And it's not going to stay long. It's not going to stay long. Hallelujah. The, the Bible was telling the story of David. 29 first Samuel, the Bible said that David had a conversation with these guys who wanted him to go and fight Saul. And he came back and he said, see, guy, 
David, we don't want you to go and fight Saul because we know you might want to go against us. And David said, well, if you say that I'm loyal to you, I will not fight Saul. Well, let me go back and meet my family. And the Bible said that the moment David got to Sigla with his people, he said they had burnt down the entire place and they had taken away his wives, his children, his gold and silver. See, to take your gold and silver is good. But to take your wife and children is to rip you of your dignity. There are some circumstances in life that wants to rip you of your dignity. That wants to make people question that, ah, guy, you didn't go to church now. I used to see you online, you sing now. There are some circumstances that wants to make men question God in your life. The Bible said that, and David wept so much. He was so in despair that he could not cry anymore. He said the people were so angry, they were contemplating to stone David. I don't care what circumstance you may be in today. It cannot be as bad as going out to work one morning. And coming back and seeing your whole house empty, raced down with fire. And you ask the neighbor and say, neighbor, Alpha, where's my wife? And he said, they've taken your wife away. Okay. Even if they take the wife away, where are my children? They took them away too. Where is my car? They took the car away too. Ah, who removed the gate? The same people. And you see, your, and you check your phone and you start getting debit alerts. The remaining five can you account, they swept it off. This was what happened to David in real life. David was stripped of his ego, his pride, his humanity and manhood. Because taking his wife away is telling him that, see, you are a useless man, you cannot protect your wife. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And the Bible said David and his men wept. David and his men wept. Kings, it is not wrong to cry. But it is wrong to stay crying. It is not wrong to weep and not have the strength to weep no more. It is not wrong to lose your strength while crying. But it is wrong to stay there at the point of crying. The Bible said that and when David had cried, he said he rose up and encouraged himself in the Lord. Another scripture said and he strengthened himself in the Lord. Good news version said and the Lord gave him courage. Someone say courage. Someone say courage. Someone scream courage. The Bible said and David rose up and he said Lord shall I pursue. He said Lord shall I run after them. He said, Lord, shall I overtake? Shaka Bando Subreke de Balatosita. I declare this morning everything that has taken your joy, everything that has taken your peace. I declare this morning you recover all. I thought your amen was going to be louder. You recover all today. The Bible said, and David rose up. Someone said, rise up. Someone say rise up. Someone say rise up. Do you know that David did not ask God that will I overtake them? His only inquiry was that will I ever get to them and fight? But the Lord told David, He said, You will not only get to them, He said, You will recover all. This year I declare by the name of Jesus under the prophetic ocean of my father. That everything you have lost, either knowingly or knowingly by your own heart, by the works of the devil, I declare them today restored in the name of Jesus.
all, recovered all. He got so much spoil that when he came back, he started sharing the spoil. See, when you go through troubles, it means there is something bigger ahead. When you pray for strength, you're not praying for strength to walk through your troubles. You are praying for strength to walk through your troubles and go through what you're supposed to go through. God is not giving you strength to manage pain. God is giving you strength to take and walk in purpose. Your purpose is not that pain you're going through. Your purpose is not those dark nights. Whatever season you are here now, no matter how dark they are, that is not your purpose. So when you're asking God for strength, you're not asking God for strength to stay in pain. No. God is saying, I'm strengthening you to recover all. Can you raise up your hand this morning and declare this morning, Oh God, I recover all. In 30 seconds, I recover all. Every time I've lost, every money I've lost, in Jesus name we have prayed you may take your seat please so there are different journeys of our lives when the bible was saying that and David strengthened himself in the Lord he was saying, and David found courage in the Lord. Joshua chapter 1. At the point when he was supposed to take over from Moses. You would have thought that, oh, the guy that went before this guy. is like someone waking up one morning and saying that, oh, um, Jerichis, come and become the pastor of kings. Ha. And you think the only thing there is to being a pastor is to just come and sing spontaneous worship and song. Like there is a whole lot more. So this guy woke up one morning and the Lord said, Guy, you are the next in line. You would have thought that this guy would be like, God, wait, oh, wait, you can't you can't just throw me into those deep waters. Let's check Joshua chapter one. I honestly just read that part and I light a couple of places. Can, can we just read together? One, two, three, go. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord. It came to pass that the Lord spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, therefore, arise and go over this Jordan, you and all those people, to the land which are the children of Israel. Yeah? Three. As I said to Moses, Verse 4, from the wilderness and this Lebanon as far as the great river. Verse 5, no man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, I will not leave you, not forsake you. 
verse 6. Be strong. Can we just pause? Can we just pause? So the Lord made all those promises to Joshua. He said, no man would be able to stand you all the days of your life. You would have thought that it is enough now. Go. And God is saying, be strong and have good courage. And you'll be wondering, God, wait, are we even joking right here? Because this is me that did not have the burning bush experience. This is me that did not force Pharaoh. This is me that did not turn a stick to a snake. This is just me, a personal assistant to Pastor Dami. And you're saying, come and pastor kings. How do I want to run how many series in a year? Different message. No repeated verses. Fresh expression. New spontaneous worship every Sunday, back to back. No, I need us to make the word of God the reality in our present day life. So this guy was strong, different words. Blah, 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 nobody was. And God is saying, be strong and of good courage. And you're like, God, I cannot marry this thing, no. If I were Joshua, I would say, God, wait. But you say nobody will stand. Why should I be strong? Why should I be strong? Can we go ahead? Verse 7. Only be strong and very courageous. So why is God now adding very to it? No, okay, you have said I should be strong. I will be strong. Be courageous. I will be courageous. So why are you adding very to it? Why are you putting emphasis? Ah, but is there something I don't know? You know, and I began to, to search and ask. Why would God ask me to be strong? Why would God ask me to be courageous? Sometimes when God is telling you to be strong, he's not telling you to go in your own strength. He's saying, fix my gaze, your gaze on me. He's saying what? Fix my, your gaze on me. If we read through till verse After the Lord had told Joshua to be strong, you will see in verse 9 or downward, he said, be strong and of good courage. Again, he said, do not be afraid nor be dismayed for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Right? If we read down that chapter, you would even find the people of Israel telling Joshua, saying that, see, we are with you. We know the Lord has called you. He said what? Only be strong and be courageous. So when the Lord is saying stand strong, the Lord is not saying come in your own strength. The Lord is not saying spin out your charisma. The Lord is not saying depend on your intelligence. Hey, the Bible says some people believe in chariots. Some believe in oxes. But what do you believe in? In the name of the Lord. So the Lord is saying stand strong and be courageous. The Lord is not saying give bold face. See, both face on the pursue wishes. Charisma on the pursue wizard. It is only one name they bow to, and it is the name of the Lord. 
So when the Lord is saying, be courageous, He's saying, come and hide under my name. Come and stay under me. When the Lord is saying, be strong, is not undermining the efficacy of His promises. So you may be wondering, oh, Pastor Damien has preached one series. Why are they encouraging us to be strong? Because the promised land is not an empty land. When the Lord was talking to Joshua, the Lord was talking to him and saying that this land you are going to, it is not empty. There are occupants and you need to displace them. The space of your joy is not empty. Social media, life's pressure, family problems, generational causes everywhere there and there. But you need to displace them. Yes, there is the prophecy. Yes, there is the promises. But the Lord is saying, stand strong and be courageous. Because the land I want to give to you is not an empty land. There are no empty spaces. There are no empty spaces. There are occupants everywhere, either legally or illegally. So when the Lord is saying, be strong, it's because of the work ahead. You don't stroll into your promised land. You occupy the land. You displace people. You don't take your joy by just being a normal Christian. If you wake up in the morning, morning and go on Instagram, something wants to steal your joy. By default, by envy, by comparison, but you must displace everything that wants to steal your joy. Because the promised land you're heading to is not empty. God knew that Moses took the Israelites out of Egypt. But your future is bigger than your past. The assignment God had for Joshua was bigger. Because it was not to undermine what Moses had done. Moses was such a great guy. But God knew the mandate this guy had. And when you compare, the first thing Joshua did after he took the people was what? Was to walk through Jordan. Moses walked through the Red Sea. And what God was trying to tell Joshua was that, see, I have done it before. I will do it again. So when God is saying, you be strong and be courageous, saying, remember what I have done before. Remember the Red Sea I made you pass through. Remember those times I thought you were going to lose your mind. Those times you didn't have money to eat. Those times you lost your job. Your parents sent you out of the house. Your boyfriend broke your heart. But God is saying, I've taken you through the Red Sea. I can walk you through Jordan. And do you know the difference? By the time Moses wanted to part the Red Sea, he stretched something. By the time Joshua was going to part Jordan, he took a step. So when God is saying, be strong and be courageous, he wants you to take a step. You have played small enough. You have played small enough. You have done small enough. You have been running a business for three years. You have not registered it. You have been doing stuff for years. You cannot come out and say, I'm shy. The Lord is saying, step into Jordan. The moment you take a step into Jordan, Jordan gives way. Jordan gives way. Because the truth is, the devil wants to amplify Jordan like the Red Sea. And Jordan is not as big as the Red Sea. The Lord is telling you that three years ago, I walked you through depression. What is making you lose your mind this year? That what you're going through is just a mere distraction. 
God is saying, can't you see me behind you? Be strong. I'm courageous. I am the one who has sent you. Jeremiah 30, the Bible says, says the Lord, he said, I will break the yoke off their neck. He said, I will tear away the bond. I declare this morning by the name of Jesus. Every yoke, every bond, every pressure, every manipulation, by the name of Jesus, I declare them today gone. Shagata paladosetash. Jibre kete beladosi di balatash. Grando kete ki di bigata balakatash. Rendo kita kata balete tebetes. Jibre kete kete pekete beletos. Redangili kandele pesa. Rambandele pesu ruman shalikaisa. Ifresa talabandos. Ivalesa kita tiso. Shekandelia pratista. Palateki ambandos terite ketosh. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I, I hear the Lord say in my spirit that every growth dries up. And I come under the prophetic unction of my father. I declare under this apostolic anointing and I declare this one as you said. Every growth in your body that has given you sleepless nights by the name of Yeshua Mashiach, today they dry up in the name of Jesus. Shila Pande Kuzita Ladash Reshida Baladash. I have about 30 minutes to go. Can we just quickly take our seats? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So God is not a God of here and there. God is not a God of here and there. God is not a God of I'm either in Antonio or on the island. God is here. Not here or there. God is here and there. When you check 1 Kings chapter 20, verse 23 to 28, 1 Kings 20, 23 to 28, the Bible spoke about a king Ahab, although such a terrible guy, but it didn't undermine the efficacy of God's power about his people and his promises. These guys were going to fight the Arameans. And at the point of consultation, this guy had said that King Ben Adad had said that he was coming to take all the Israelites, the wives, the children, and it was a bit of negotiation. It was a case of Russia and Ukraine. I have more power, I have more nuclear weapon. Let me come and take your people. And you know, King Ahab had already accepted to say, Well, you have the power. And at the point of the second negotiation, we can we can go to read the whole of that chapter. The prophet of the Lord told Ahab to say that no, do not agree. To that plan. That you are going to go out in battle with the Arameans. Now listen. The children of Israel went to battle with the Arameans. With young men in the districts. They were not trained soldiers in courts. And God used a tactics. To bring down these Aramean guys. On the eaves. That was the first war. After that first war. Ben Agad went back to calculate and say guys. What can we do to bring down these Israelites? And the prophets 
And Aramian prophet stood up and said, The God of Israel is only the God of the hills and not the God of the valley. He said, Let us go and counter them in the valley. And the Lord said to her, He said, The God of Ben Adad said that the God of Israel is not the God of the valley, but the God of the hills. He said, But I will show to them that I'm both the God of the valley and the God of the hills. And the Lord is saying that even though you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you do not need to fear any evil. I am not just the God of plenty celebration. I am not the God of when things are good. I am not just the God of when things are nice. Even when things are not so rosy. When you are going through difficult situations, I am still God. I am still God. The Bible says I will deliver this vast time into your hands. And you will know that I'm the Lord. Kings, as we wrap up this morning, I want to encourage us that there's a season to be defensive and there's a season to be offensive. There are some seasons in your life when you sit back and say, let me just see how life is treating me. There are some seasons you step out and say, let me treat life. Because life don't give you what you desire or what you want, but what you demand. The people of Israel went out against them offensively. And the Bible said that they took young men from the districts to battle against this man. There's a season to retire, there's a season to go for it. There is a season to negotiate with the devil. And there's a season to call the devil out. And the prophet told him, he said, go strengthen yourself. And this is what I'm going to wrap up this morning. The Lord is saying, go strengthen yourself. Go strengthen yourself. This is not a season to sit aloof and be patient with the devil. This is not a this is not season to, be, to play with your finances. This is not a season to just be there and say, see, I'm just a normal or nominal Christian. The prophet told her, he said, go strengthen yourself. The people of Aramean thought that they were young boys. But the Bible says, greater is he that is in me. That's he that is in the world. See, you don't know what you can do until you step out. You don't know Jordan will part until you take a step. And the Lord is saying this morning, go strengthen yourself. Be strong and be of good courage. The Lord is saying you have played small enough. I know you have gone from the pit to Potiphar's house. You have gone from there to the prison. But the prison is not your final destination. The prison is not your Eureka. You may be the head of the water. But you are the vice president of a republic. The Lord is saying, don't stand there. Don't sit still. You cannot afford to sleep in the prison. You cannot afford to close your eyes in the prison. The Lord is saying, go strengthen yourself. The Lord is saying, go strengthen yourself. I don't know if there are two people here who are ready to strengthen themselves. In the remaining part of this year, we want to get offensive. Because we are encouraging the Lord. The Bible said that, and David mounted his oxes. And he said, I will go. I will overtake. I will recover all. In three minutes, can you raise your voice this morning? And say, the remaining part of this year, I go. I overtake. I recover all. Can you lift your hands and pray? Rasho pande bele dele satabash. Reta takapade ne baladosh satosh. 
Shanda la kede beke toko suta ya dosa. Reshande beke tizipadesa. Imbrande kistales. Rashelelele pando satosh. Jelelebele kosi tapanesi atosh. I thought we're gonna make that prayer altar. Zikete gedi bakete demes. Zikete gete 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 beledes. Reshekeke kiti kiti bas. Rashada dada baladesh. Imbrande kisto brande la bas. Rasha bande kete de bas. Rakada dada gede beledes. Jande kusto kete getas. Rashade satosh. In Jesus' name we have prayed. One final prayer. Do you know the most disturbing season of our lives can be the in-between seasons? It's so good for us to say, and Joseph went before the king at the age of 30. He was 17 years when they took him from his father's house into the pit. That guy stood for 13 years waiting for the promises to come to pass. There can be nothing as discouraging as never been here or there. Things will be good today, they will be bad tomorrow. They will be up today, they will be down tomorrow. And you are confused that it's God still God and God is saying, strengthen yourself. So we want to erupt strength from inside of us. One of Pastor Dami's songs says, let your strength rise from the inside. You want to call out out of your belly strength. Kings, you are not a weakling. You are not a suckling, you are not a baby. You cannot be tossed here and there by depressions, by oppressions, by emotions. You are going to call out strength from your inside. That in my in-between seasons, when I'm waiting, when I'm patient, when I'm praying, when I'm pushing, when I'm strategizing, I receive strength. www.kingdomcentral.org and send your full name and email address to 0908-123-4566 One more thing, someone you know needs this. Kindly share this now.